0: Hail, you nostalgic Yaleys.
1: Welcome to 9021 Here We Go, the podcast that takes a look at each episode of the Beverly Hills 90210 franchise from Fox to the CW.
0: One of us is a 9021 expert and the other is a 9021 novice.
1: I'm Kendra Mickles and I'm seeing these episodes for the first time.
0: I'm Nick Gunning and I've seen them all, but I gotta tell you, Kendra, this episode, as with the real McCoy, I'm comparing my like childhood memories to my current memories and I'm seeing things very differently. In a new light. (laughs) Very differently is all I'm going to say about that.
1: You can find more about the show and others like it at our network's website, RadioMeanwhile.com. Share your thoughts on this and upcoming episodes by following us on Twitter at Here We Go Pod. And please rate, subscribe, and share the show wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Today, we are discussing season five, episode 30. Hello, Life! Goodbye, Beverly Hills, which is, despite how the episode feels, not a season finale.
1: No, it does feel like it's very much not,
0: but it, yeah, agreed. (laughs)
1: I I know, where are they going to take it in the next episode? (laughs)
0: All
1: right, let's crack open The Condor.
0: Condor is committed to professional standards, professional ethics. The weak need not apply.
1: This episode originally aired May 17th, 1995. Mm. One birthday to mention, Carol Potter turned 47 on May 21st. All right. And one death to mention on May 18th, Elizabeth Montgomery of Bewitched fame passed away.
0: Uh, as you know, Kendra, I was not allowed to watch Bewitched. Beverly Hills 90210, absolutely. Sure.
1: Bewitched. All the pictures
0: <laughs> no way, because she was a witch. Not going to support yeah. witchcraft up in here. Nope.
1: None of
0: that. But everything happening on Beverly Hills 90210, <laughs> a-okay. Totally fine. Totally fine.
1: <laughs> a couple of movies to mention. On May 19th, we got Die Hard with a Vengeance.
0: Oh, you know what? Weirdly, this is the only Die Hard movie that I've never seen.
1: I how many are there? I've seen well, 2. Well, there's
0: like the 3 classics and then there's the 2 more recent ones.
1: I've seen the first one. Okay. And the one with Justin Long.
0: Oh, that's 4. Okay. Yeah, okay. well when when Live for Your Die that's Live for Your Die Hard is the one you're talking about came out, I was visiting my friend Jesse in Kansas and we were trying to like get through the others cuz I'd never seen them before. So we got 1 and 2, but this was back when Netflix was mailing the discs. And Die Hard with a Vengeance didn't come in time for us to watch number four. So I watched four, <laughs> then I watched five when it came out, and I've just never gone back and watched Die Hard with a Vengeance. You gotta. I know. You gotta do it. I know.
1: I was just watching a show today where they referenced getting a DVD in the mail. It mm. made me laugh.
0: It was a good time.
1: <laughs> uh, also on May 19th, Forget Paris with Billy Crystal and Deborah Winger premiered. That's,
0: that's just okay. I love both those actors, but that movie, just okay.
1: I feel like my... Billy Crystal that I've seen is very minimal.
0: Yeah. I can when maybe Harry maybe Met Sally. new
1: movie? Yeah, When Harry Met Sally. And
0: Monsters, Inc., probably.
1: <laughs> sure. Sure. Monsters, Inc. You know, I've, uh, weirdly,
0: I I've never seen City Slickers. Feels I've like, never seen that either. It feels like a movie I should have seen, but I never did. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: And on May 21st, Above Suspicion with Christopher Reeve oh. and Kim Cattrall. Yes. Well, that's interesting pairing. Okay,
0: this is a weird situation here because this movie came out and it was like days later that christopher reeve had his accident the the horseback riding accident oh, wow that, uh where he lived the rest of his life as a quadriplegic right but this movie the plot of this movie is he pretends to be a paraplegic to get away with murder and so the whole movie he's in a wheelchair and it's like it's his last acting credit prior to the accident so bizarre
1: that is crazy it's
0: really weird yeah i
1: did not know that yeah that's insane Okay, TV. We have a couple of TV shows that ended in May of 1995. Hit Are you me. ready? Yeah, I am. Here we go. First one, Star Search.
0: I like Star Search.
1: Star Search is like uh, it's basically got talent. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was it was okay. like you know like Rosie O'Donnell got her start on on Star Search. They had like stand up comedy, they had music, you know, all sorts of stuff. Mm-hmm. Lots of people came up through Star Search.
1: Blossom also ended. Great theme song, which we've talked a lot about on mm-hmm, this show mm-hmm. uh
0: tasmania listen also this a great like... theme song
1: <laughs> i don't know the
0: welcome to land its way under, down under the sky is always yellow in a rain or shine come to tasmania nothing okay
1: never heard right.
0: it nope well it was 95 uh, what the... were you a fetus <laughs>
1: <laughs> no i was born sorry okay the critic
0: Oh yeah, John I,
1: I know what this is, but I've never, I've never seen it episode. The
0: critic, I feel like, is like more retroactively has a cult following. I don't think it was ever like a big yeah. in its day. I think it's only one season, actually.
1: I think, it, yeah, I think you're right. And the last one, Full House, featuring future CW 90210 star Lori Loughlin.
0: <gasps> yeah. Yep, and those are the only facts about Lori Laughlin that are relevant. Just that she yep. she was in a couple of T V shows that's and that's it. it. That's it. That's all I could think of when I see Nothing that else. name. Yep.
1: <laughs> all right. A couple of things for music. On May seventeenth, boomerang, Hansen's debut album hit the shelves. Oh and the world and was the world, never and the world, same. And the world was never the same. It
0: never was, Kendra. That's, that's we both we both knew it. We knew it. <laughs> not the same
1: never the same there's pre and there's post hansen that's it there was this barnes and noble we used to go to that was like not a typical barnes and noble okay. it was it was weird but anyway there's this Hansen book that was always on the shelf when we'd go there and i would look at it and be like i mm. want that book mm-hmm. and i would look at it
0: you never got and it i was
1: like no i never bought it but i wanted it
0: you <laughs> you guys covered Um over on 90s music got me like right Yes. How did you end yep. up feeling about Umbop? And I don't remember if it's on this album or not.
1: I love Oombop.
0: Yeah, you know what? <laughs> Eric
1: hates bop and Hansen altogether. <laughs> you know the
0: thing? I remember this. I don't know why I remember this so clearly, but Hansen was a musical guest on Saturday Night Live and Oombop sounded so good with the whole like SNL band playing with it. Oh, that I was like, this yeah. is kind of a good song. And now whenever it comes on, I'm you know, you gotta sing Oombop.
1: Yeah, you got to. How do you not? The next album is Root Down by the Beastie Boys.
0: I have no knowledge of the Beastie Boys. I've never
1: been a big <laughs> Beastie Boys that fan. An... We haven't covered any Beastie uh, Boys on the podcast oh, yet. Oh,
0: well. What is like their hit song? Do you know?
1: Um, if you know yes, any Beastie Boys I... song, like
0: what would the song that somebody would know?
1: Sabotage, Okay. probably. That nah, doesn't do anything for me. Is All it? right. No Sleep Till Brooklyn is probably the one that I think of. Wait, do they play? Just like... Don't,
0: aren't Beastie Boys in uh, Star Trek uh, Beyond? Doesn't Kirk put on Beastie Boys at the at the big end battle? They're like, we're going to play some classical music and it's...
1: If you think Beastie I remember Boys. anything Sorry. from a Star Trek movie, you okay. are well, incorrect. I don't like your tone,
0: but okay. <laughs> I feel like I'm right, but...
1: <laughs> Been loving Star Trek Lower Decks, though. Ah, it's so I fun.
0: I know, it's so fun.
1: All right, let's look at some prices from 1995. Okay. It's always fun, right? As we're recording, gas prices are skyrocketing. Are That's they? More than normal. Because so, you boys
0: got yeah. an electric car, so... <laughs> I don't know. Alright.
1: Uh, cost of a first class stamp, 32 cents. In what, are we, what are we up to now?
0: Are we in the 70s? Oh, you know what? Sabotage is what plays in Star Trek Beyond. I just... I just oh, confirmed okay. that. Yeah.
1: Cool. Cost of a gallon of regular gas, $1.15. Oh, yeah. Those were the
0: days. I remember the... Like the the year I turned sixteen, I don't remember why, but there was some like boom on gas, and it was dirt cheap. So I remember it being like high seventies, like seventy eight cents or something like mm-hmm. that, just for like a brief window. But I remember this like every time it would creep over a dollar, we'd be like, "Jeez," you know.
1: Yeah. Simpler well, now times. we're getting ready to hit five dollars. Simpler so times, Kendra. That'll be fun. Uh, cost of a dozen eggs, a dollar sixteen. Okay. And cost of a gallon of milk, two ninety-six. Okay. I feel like that's pretty comparable. That's on to par. Today. Yeah. All right, Nick, take us beyond the zip code.
0: Uh, well, we, we already talked CW years, so let's stick with that for a minute. Ryan Eggold, who plays Mr. Matthews in the CW uh, version of 902 and O, would go on to have a pretty extensive TV career, including the role of Tom Keene in The Blacklist and its spin off, The Blacklist Redemption. I feel like that's a show you might have crossed paths with at some point, Kendra. Blacklist, anything? The
1: Blacklist has been on my to watch list okay. f- for. Like, five years at this point. I'll get to a. eventually. <laughs> and there's a spinoff, off he was on both. They just coming out with new stuff. How am I supposed to go watch the, the old way, stuff? That's
0: the way it goes. I just finished um, After Party on Apple.
1: Oh, yeah, we have to watch pretty that. pretty fun. Though, Eric was very disappointed. He thought it was going to be a movie, and then he found oh, out it was a show. well, yeah. Like, ah. I could
0: see that. I could see that. But
1: it's fine. All right. It's fine. Okay. I just started watching The Dropout with Amanda Seyfried.
0: Oh, okay.
1: About the CEO of theranos who very recently was on trial because she's a liar yowza okay very good okay very good
0: maybe i'll check it out maybe i will
1: all right (laughs) let's look at our synopsis for hello life goodbye beverly hills Jim and Cindy have a decision to make when Jim's promotion comes with another move, this time even farther than Minnesota. Mm. We are back in Love Triangle territory when both Dylan and Brandon give Kelly a choice to make. Another (laughs) fun choice. Yeah,
0: a little ultimatum.
1: (laughs) And finally, Jesse and Andrea say a tearful goodbye at the Peach Pit as they hit the road for Connecticut.
0: Mm. Mm
1: -hmm. They... Tearful and Kiss films, Oh my
0: gosh, as we'll, yeah.
1: As we'll discuss. <laughs>
0: Everybody has mono. Everyone has mono now. <laughs> All right, Nick.
1: Who's Even Kelly. Hills? Uh, let's yep. see.
0: Today's episode was written by Steve Wasserman and Jessica Klein. It was directed by James Whitmore Jr., who, as you recall, was in the cast last week. He was uh, one of the stagecoach oh, passengers. Yeah. but Yes, back, you're right. Back behind the lens. Is that what they say?
1: As soon as I said it, it it sounded
0: weird once I said it, but...
1: No, 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 that was right.
0: All right, Kendra, I don't like to tell you if we're going to see people again or not. So I'm just going to leave it with... This is the final series regular appearance of Gabrielle Carteris. And you can speculate if we'll see her ever again. I will tell you flat out that this is the last time we see Mark Damon Espinoza in Good Riddance.
1: Oh, we knew him well.
0: Good riddance.
1: It's not his fault.
0: Well, it's a little his it's fault. Not it's his it's fault. a touch his fault, if we're if we're being totally <laughs> honest. A couple of surprise returns here. We have Denise Dows back as Miss Teasley. So yeah. the last time we saw her was in the infamous Dreams of Dylan McKay, but she was playing like Fever Dream Miss Teasley, so that hardly counts. Yeah. Her last proper yeah. appearance was in commencement part two, which was season three. So it's been it's been a what? minute. Been a minute. Yeah. This is the final appearance of Mark Kylie as Gil Myers. He was in a total of 13 episodes. The last time we saw him was in the season 4 premiere where he and Andrea have a little heart-to-heart.
1: If I had been drinking a, a drink as yeah. I was watching his scene, I would have done a spit take because when he first walked in, I was like, who is this? And yeah. then they were like, Gil! And I was like, oh my goodness, <laughs> Gil! It's been a long time. Gross!
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's been, at this point, it's been like 50 episodes since we've seen him. It's yeah. A, it's a long stretch. And he's clean shaven. He, was, oh, yeah, he always had the beard. Weird. He was clean shaven here. It's weird. Yeah. I don't... This is one of the scenes that I remember differently. And I think maybe I'm remembering this... Or I was kind of like conflating this with that season four appearance. Because I remember him and Andrea having more of like a moment here. But he was just kind of like, oh, hi. I also have a son. Goodbye. And like mm-hmm. that was it. Yeah. So
1: mm-hmm.
0: nice, I guess to uh great to see gill again i don't know they
1: had a completely appropriate relationship oh for
0: sure for and sure yeah yeah all right a couple of other cast members we have here we have toy newkirk as jill she was in shows like the Commish and days of our lives but has had a pretty prolific career as a producer this is toy, the s- toy. yes oh, this okay. is the student who comes up and talks to donna on campus
1: Right, Donna Martin graduates.
0: Yeah, <laughs> we have Sybil Ergener as the travel agent. She's best known as Lieutenant Hawks on JAG. We have. There's a soundtrack thing I want to mention here because I love this song. Originally, when Andrea leaves and we get kind of flashback memories and stuff, it was to Harry Nilsson's "Remember," which mm-hmm. uh, it, it, that's that's in on the You've Got Mail soundtrack. It's in that like middle like Christmassy scene there you'd recognize the song if you heard it great song real the song is a tearjerker so i feel like it would have added a lot of weight to andrea's goodbye yeah there yeah instead we just got a lot of saliva for andrea's goodbye so (laughs)
1: yeah so
0: much so much kissing and that's it that's our that's our cast
1: all right well let's get into this episode yes we start at the travel agency dylan is going on a trip Mm mm-hmm he's he's going all sorts of places yes uh she mentions italy she's like oh you got to go to this place this restaurant in italy very Mm -hmm. romantic Mm -hmm. asks will you and your companion be needing one bed or two he says one meow and she says well what is your companion's name and he says kelly taylor
0: Ah, did you think because we left it we left it with them making out at the door did you think Kelly was all in for this, or did you think this was a Not... surprise? Uh
1: oh, like she knew about the yeah, trend? yeah, yeah. Um, I I don't know. I don't know what I thought in the moment. I guess no, because
0: I feel like that uh, was supposed to be a bit of a fake out. Like we're supposed to think that Kelly's just ready to go. Yeah,
1: right. yeah, I can see that. It's hard to think what I to think back to what I thought. In yeah, that it was moment. a
0: simpler time. It was a simpler time.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Okay, after the intro, we go to the Walsh house. Jim is on the phone, a serious conversation about his, with his work, I yes. guess. Yes, yes. And Brandon and Cindy are in the kitchen talking about this conversation. Cindy says he's threatening to quit. And she seems very like pro-Jim, like yeah. shame on his company yeah. for treating him this way. Forget it. Brandon is like, well, oh, I'm living the same thing. The chancellor won't even talk to me anymore. He has got blown off Ouch. by the Chancellor. Yeah. Yeah. And he says that losing this election is tougher than he thought it would be. Jim finishes his phone call and comes in the kitchen and says, You better sit down to which they both reply, We are sitting down. That was a
0: funny that was a funny moment. It was
1: cute. Yeah. So it turns out his company wouldn't accept his resignation because all of this stuff he's been sensing thinking they're gonna fire him is actually they're offering him a promotion. And it comes with a raise. Like, what did he say? Two and a double, half. Two double, and a half times. Over double his yeah. salary. That's yeah. that's crazy. It's pretty big. But it comes with a move yeah. to Hong Kong. What? Hong Kong. What? That's pretty far.
0: Listen, I've got to say, these people need to, like, sit down with their HR reps. Because if this is the kind of work environment that they're fostering, where an employee thinks that, like, they're going to get fired because they're frozen <laughs> out. When, in fact, they're going to, like... Double and a half their investment in this employee, like you're doing something wrong, my friends.
1: Yeah, you know, probably include, include them in the conversation. Yeah, yeah. A little bit. okay. So then we go to the beach where Kelly is rollerblading because that's her thing. Apparently, she, she, she loves, loves, a loves to rollerblade,
0: big rollerblader. Yeah,
1: <laughs> she runs into, into Dylan figuratively and literally. Yes. They take a, a tumble in the grass, a sexy start tumble. making out in yeah. the grass. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which surprised me just like bit. they're out in the open just making out in the yeah. grass yeah so then he tells her about the trip yeah so she did not know about the trip <laughs> right and she is hesitant about it yeah. she says she has responsibilities and- I know <laughs> What about Brandon, I know. her That's boyfriend? Funny.
0: It's so funny because she's like, I have responsibilities. I have a mod- modeling contract. And then finally she's like, and by the way, I'm with Brandon. Like, she's so indignant. She's like, I'm with Brandon. I'm like, you are literally laying on top of this man, making out with him. So let's not Stop give him attitude. Stop making me forget
1: I'm with Brandon. Let's
0: not give him attitude about thinking you're maybe into this.
1: <laughs> she tells him that you may have traveled back in time and found me as your soulmate, but I haven't. Yeah, done that yet.
0: she hasn't yep
1: everyone's playing it real cool yeah that basically kelly is cheating on brandon like Very brandon cool. doesn't really treat it that way Very he treats cool. it like yeah i mean he doesn't know yet right but when he finds out he treats it like i don't know i don't know it's, yes it's yeah it's cooler it's, than, it's, than i think he should be playing I, it.
0: well i agree he's sort of like oh there's a there's a challenge for kelly's hand not like my girlfriend has cheated on me. You know what I mean? Like yeah. yeah. It's
1: my best friend. Right. <laughs> yeah. Okay, then we go to Andrea and Jesse's house where they are finishing packing. Mm-hmm. She finds as they're packing the final issue of the blaze oh. and is all nostalgic about it. She wants to know about her goodbye party, but Jesse won't tell her anything. <laughs> and then Steve comes in as they're all like kissy, flirty while they're packing. Um and she says, We're almost finished packing. And it does not look like they're anywhere no. near finished. No, it packing. really
0: doesn't. Yep. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but Steve is there because he wants Andrea to write his paper, his term paper. Yeah. Which I guess she's been doing for him, just writing papers for him. I
0: guess. Yeah.
1: What it makes it sound like. It
0: does. Yeah.
1: So she finally agrees, okay, I'll start, like, let's sit down right now. We'll do the paper together. Yeah. Steve says, oh, got a softball he does. final I got to get to. But I'll be back. You start it.
0: Can I'll i be back. Can I tell you what makes me sad about this scene, Kendra? Steve's baseball shirt. I love that kind of shirt. I look terrible in shirts like that. Horrible. Really? I look like a weird, misshapen clown of a man when I try to wear those baseball three-quarter length sleeve and the, like... <laughs>
1: I've no. seen him in shirts like that no. and I've never...
0: Not a good vibe. That, Not and, a vibe. that and baseball hats. I don't know. I look like a mutant.
1: I I have a couple shirts like that yeah. uh, that I enjoy. Yeah. So okay. yeah, I get that. Well, good for you. I won't flaunt it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, you already have, but okay.
1: Okay, then we go to Kelly, Donna, Claire's. Valerie shows up, uh, comes to Kelly's room yes. to borrow some notes.
0: Oh, hey, you know what? Speaking of Valerie and Kelly, last time we put it to the listeners to remind us whether or not Valerie and Kelly ever had a conversation oh, yes. where Valerie admitted that uh, she had she wanted Brandon to see her other than as a sister. Uh, one of our listeners on Facebook says, absolutely, no, that never happened. It all went too quickly. Like there was too much like they're at the Walsh house. They're at the club that night. Valerie knows too soon. She has no chance to talk to Kelly about it. So then the question is, is Valerie a liar? Or do they forget that? Mm. And I think you can easily chalk it up to Valerie's a liar.
1: Oh, very easily. Very, very easily. So anyway,
0: thank you to our listeners for uh, the correction there.
1: Yes, thank you. We always appreciate that. So Valerie is there to get the notes from Kelly. And as she's sitting there, she looks over on Kelly's desk and sees this travel itinerary with her and Dylan's name on it. Yeah. You gotta hide that stuff I, I mean yeah. I don't condone the cheating but you get you know put it in <laughs> in, put it in the desk drawer in
0: for it a penny just... in for a pound Kel you know <laughs> yeah
1: so now Valerie knows and uh that's just that's no good for okay Kelly. look
0: okay so I, my here's my two questions about this scene number one Kelly says I'm only giving you my notes because I owe you.
1: Oh yeah, she says because I owe you.
0: What does she owe her for? For what? Nothing. I
1: was very. I'm glad you reminded me because I was very. I didn't get that
0: that. at all. I was trying to remember because back in the day, there was a whole thing about notes. But in the previous time, like pre Finley, um, Kelly gave her notes to Valerie, and it was a whole thing. Like, well, you haven't even been coming to class, and I've been coming to class. So, like, if anything, the reverse of that. I can't think of any scenario in which Kelly owes Valerie.
1: I couldn't either. So that's one. I was one. confused by that line.
0: Question number two. Kelly, how do you not instantly call Brandon when Valerie finds it's out about this? Way. Like, get in your rollerblade over. Cat is
1: out of the back. Cat you, is you down the You freaking love rollerblading,
0: so <laughs> just rollerblade over to Brandon and tell him what's going on. You have
1: to tell him. Oh,
0: my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So stupid. But she doesn't. She does no, not. She does. she does not.
1: Next scene is at the Peach Pit. Donna is trying to study... And douchebag Ray is sitting next to her, uh, making her feel bad for studying. Yeah. uh, And is like, oh, well, you're going to go to this party later for Andrea. And she's like, my best friend is moving away. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to the party. I'm going to go. But he's basically just manipulating her, making her feel bad for not spending time with him. Man,
0: I swear, every episode they flip a coin. Is Ray the golden boy? Or is he like... A murderer. It's like it's one or the other. There's no in between. He's either the nicest acoustic guitar player in the world or just the most abusive, worst boyfriend in the history of boyfriends. Today, we went bad. He's bad. He's bad, Ray. Yeah.
1: He's bad. Real bad. He doesn't want to go to Andrea's party. I mean, I wouldn't want to go to Andrea's
0: party. That's the only thing I can. (laughs) I wouldn't want to go either. That's all I'm saying.
1: (laughs) he's her boyfriend. He should be going. He, he should knows go. Andrea he well should enough. Go. But he ma- he also makes a point to say that like David and Claire are going to be there, and they don't like him, and True. he doesn't like them. Not a fan, so he doesn't want to be yeah. around them. Yep. And then he says, "I could ask you to make a choice between your friends and me, mm. but I won't do that. Mm. But if I did, would mm. you choose me?" <laughs>
0: Yeesh. A lot of people making choices and- in this episode.
1: And Donna's like, oh, thank you so much for not making me choose between you and my friends. Yeah. That's so loving and caring of you. At the Walsh house, Valerie and Brandon are talking about Hong Kong in his, they're in his room, talking about Jim and Cindy going to Hong Kong. Brandon thinks they're going to do it. Valerie then very slyly brings up, what does she say? Like, oh, they're not the only ones with the travel bug. Yeah. And. Sits down and is like, oh, I don't relish telling you this, yeah. Brandon. A, she says,
0: listen, it's not gossip, me telling you this.
1: It's the truth.
0: Let me ask you a question yeah. before we move on. Do you think yeah. that Valerie should tell Brandon at this point?
1: I mean, as a friend, yes. Yeah. I don't know.
0: I think that I probably would. I mean, also, she hates Kelly. There's no, there's no doubt about that. So it's not like Brandon wouldn't I feel like it
1: is... Hours after she saw Kelly, Kelly had ample time to tell him herself. I guess that
0: was kind of my feeling. Like, Valerie, Kelly knows that Valerie knows. And Kelly knows that Valerie is a villain and, like, into Brandon. So the fact that Kelly doesn't tell him, I feel like is broadcasting to Valerie that she's not going to. You know? Yeah. So, like, Valerie definitely has ulterior motive because she's a vixen. But, Mm -hmm. I mean, he needs to know.
1: Yeah, yeah. So she tells him Dylan's going on a trip. Kelly's going with him. Yeah. And Brandon, you know, he gets very sad, says he wants to be alone, so she leaves him alone. Yeah. He goes over to Dylan's house, and Dylan is expecting him. Mm -hmm. He knew that he'd be seeing him sooner or later. And they just have, like, a little face-off in the doorway where Dylan's like, me and Kelly are connected, man. In ways you'll never understand. Yeah. Brandon's like, I'm going to do what I got to do to keep Kelly. Yeah.
0: They're both
1: going to do what they have to
0: do. I don't understand. I don't know. I guess it's almost like a a turnabout is fair play situation. Because on the one hand, given seasons like one through four, Dylan and Brandon really should be on better terms than this. Like they should have... Like if Dylan's going to do this, he needs to have a conversation with Brandon if he values that friendship at all. But this is like on the flip side of Dylan like having this very obvious, very easily explainable meltdown and Brandon ignoring him and dating Kelly. So it's like I yeah. don't know. They're both terrible well, friends. I mean, Brandon
1: I guess. Brandon went behind Dylan's back right. with Kelly. That's and what I'm now saying. Kelly is with Dylan on that's, going a, that's each exactly what back. I'm saying.
0: I mean in in the context of that it makes sense, but I just feel like we had so many seasons lead up of the kind of friends they are that it's sort of hard to believe that they'd get to this place. I honestly rewatching this show, I'm like, is Brandon the villain of nine oh two and You know?
1: Interesting. Interesting I theory. Mean, I
0: I don't know.
1: Maybe you should write a, a thesis on that. I will, well Who's I'm gonna have Andrea villain?
0: I'm gonna have Andrea write it for me, but yeah, yeah I should, yeah. that's yeah that's a good I, idea. I'll get it into you, I'll get it into you.
1: The next day uh, Kelly Dawn Claire's Brandon yes. shows up, he's got a present for her. It's Ooh, brand new roller ba- this sucks. roller blades. This sucks <laughs> because she loves roller blades. Yeah, so takes her takes her to the beach. She's putting on the roller blades, and she's like, "Oh, there's something in this roller blade." Ooh. And he says, "Maybe it's a spider." He puts his hand in, cringe, pulls out a ring. Everything, about this, a box. Is, everything just- about
0: this is so bad. I mean, he doesn't even let her <laughs> pull the ring out of the boot for one. And then the way he goes about this is just terrible. It was weird.
1: Like, when he pulled it out, I was like, oh, he's going to propose? But then so much time passes where he doesn't, like, say that. It just kind of seems like he was buying her a ring, just like a normal ring. But he brings up, you know, it's no trip around the world, but I love you.
0: It is such a backwards proposal. He's not like, I want to marry you. It's more like well, I know Dylan already made a play for you. So here's your ring. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, it's so petulant. It's weird. Like, that's not a romantic. It's He's just saying, this is in response to Dylan offering you a trip. That's it. Yeah. That's like what we're doing. Kendra, yeah. I I wish that we could trade places right now so I could enjoy the fact that I don't know who Brandon bought this ring from. And when the time comes, when you see who Brandon bought this ring from, whatever wow. you're picturing, whatever you're picturing... It's weirder and unexplainable. Okay? I wasn't
1: picturing anything. <laughs> well, I, it didn't even cross my mind well, to think about where he got Now
0: through. you need to be thinking about it. And when it happens, you're going to be like, yes, this is weird. This is a bizarre <laughs> thing they're doing.
1: All right. Interesting.
0: Put a pin in it.
1: So, yeah. So at the at very end of the scene, he doesn't get down to one knee or anything. No. He just says, Kelly, will you marry me? Yeah. And then we, like, cut to commercial. So... Later, Horrible. they're walking on the beach, and he's like, you know, we wouldn't get married right away. My parents are moving to Hong Kong. You can move into the house with me. Ugh. Jeez. <laughs> um, you don't have to put it on right now, but if you do put it on, you know, oh I'll know gosh. what that means. It's worse and to Kelly hear you recount like, it. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh.
0: Kelly's
1: like, I need time. She needs time to, to think about it.
0: I just I just want to speak directly to our listeners right now. If you're ever proposed to in this way, You say no, okay? Yeah. Just say no. There's so many red flags. You know why he's doing it. He brings up that his parents are going to be out of town and you can stay at his parents' house. He says you don't have to put it on right now. You can put it on sometime. This seems so much more manipulative than I remembered it being.
1: Mm, Yeah. It is... It's definitely not romantic when you just think about like new. He's just trying to keep Dylan from having. That's
0: exactly her. it. He's not really even saying let's get married. He's saying let's double down on our commitment to each yeah. other and let's, let's not committed. date let's not go on worldwide trips with other people is basically what he's saying here.
1: Yeah.
0: I would I rather they them. I would rather they have a fight. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Kendra. I'm worked up okay. about how stupid it's this okay. scene is. <laughs> I just it's wish stupid. they would have had a fight. And I remember this so differently. Like, in my mind, I knew they both kind of, like, popped these questions to her. But I did not remember that Brandon's was in response to Dylan's. That's so lame. So lame.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, like I said, it's weird that they're all just kind of like, all right, we're all vying for Kelly here. Right. I know. They're, and it's like, it's okay. I'm yeah. going to choose one of you. It's like. Yes. it's I mean, it's kind of like how stupid. It was when Dylan was supposed to be choosing between Brenda and Kelly. Right. How everyone was like, yeah, Yeah. this is the situation. He's going to choose one of us to be with. Right,
0: right, And they were both just (laughs) very like...
1: that's fair.
0: Kelly and Brenda were just like, look, we are both on platters waiting for you. (laughs) Yeah. Choose the platter of your choice. The other one will accept the loss and move on. (laughs) But we both want this.
1: Yep. Weird. At the Peach Pit After Dark... Ray comes to see Valerie to say that he is worried about David and Claire, that they are going to spill the beans about the two of them.
0: Yes. Valerie
1: is not worried at all. She's like, if they do, you just say that your drunk mother made up the whole thing. Yeah. And basically says, like, this is your problem. Like, I'm out. This has nothing to do with me. Not my problem anymore. So you deal with it.
0: I'm going to call foul on David and Claire here. Because... They make the decision to not tell Donna and to give Ray another chance. And David goes and has that conversation with him. And it seems to be sort of like, straighten up, chief. So for them to then turn around and just like hate him and try to drive him away, I feel like they're just trying to have the best of both worlds.
1: I think it feels to me more like Claire is driving the hate for Ray. And I feel like David is kind of... He doesn't I don't know. I feel like he's kind of in the wave of her. Yeah. Hate I suppose for that's Ray. true. I
0: guess I just feel like it's one or the other. Either like forgive Ray and accept that this is what's happening, or just go to Donna and be straight with her and be like, you know, look, we can't yeah. we can't pretend like this anymore. This is what happened. Deal with it however you see fit. But to kind of like continue to lie to Donna and then also like be horrible to Ray is only making it worse for Donna and she doesn't understand why.
1: Yeah. At Kelly, Donna, Claire's, Donna and Kelly are in her room talking about the ring mm-hmm. and how Brandon mm-hmm. proposed. And Donna's like, well, why haven't, why aren't you wearing it if you're engaged? And she says, I'm not engaged because guess what? Dylan wants me to go on this trip with him. Donna in the scene is wearing this shirt with dogs all over it <laughs> that I thought was funny.
0: You liked it. Okay.
1: Donna is confused. She's like, well, you're not going to give up being with a guy like Brandon for a fling. Mm -hmm. Are you? But she says, you know, she loves Brandon, but Dylan has a piece of her soul. Yeah. But she also,
0: she also, (laughs) she also clarifies that Dylan's not talking about a fling. Dylan's ready to be like all in. And that's, I feel like what's kind of like, Oh, Hmm. That's what's giving her pause. But again, I feel very differently about this choice. Now I'm like, I feel like only one (laughs) of them has really offered her anything and it's not Brandon. (laughs)
1: Yeah, <laughs> Claire then comes in to say that Dylan is there to see her. I liked Claire's look in this episode. It's, it's had, settling down. I liked her shirt. Yeah, I liked her, like, darker lipstick. She's finding she her path on, forward. like, a beret. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. liked it. So she goes out on the porch to talk with Dylan and, you know, he wants to know if she's made a decision, but she still wants to think. He sees the ring on her finger mm. because she didn't take it off. Yeah. And... You know, she very calmly is like, yeah, Brandon gave that to me today. Everybody's to be
0: super chill. Super chill.
1: Super chill. And Dylan's like, I don't even care. Did you say yes? And she did not say yes. Mm. So they make out. Yeah. Donna and Claire are watching from inside of the apartment. And poor Donna. I mean, she has this horrible boyfriend and yeah. Kelly's got two guys right. trying to do right. with her. Claire would says that she would pick Brandon. Were like, led up to her.
0: I like the continued. I like that we kind of touch back on that a little bit because that again, that's Claire's introduction, like having yep. a thing for Brandon, trying to like get Brandon in the sack. So I like that that keeps bouncing back.
1: Yeah, Donna says that she doesn't know that you know she probably would pick Dylan because in high school everybody had a crush mm-hmm. on Dylan,
0: not old Dylan, which is yep. true.
1: Claire uses this as an opportunity to say, maybe one of these days you'll find a guy who takes care of you because mm. you keep picking these, like, yeah. rebels. Yeah. Donna takes offense sure. to this and says that she shouldn't interfere when she, when Claire's going out with her ex-boyfriend.
0: <laughs> Which I liked because Claire said, like, you keep picking these losers. And I'm like, you are literally dating the only other person Donna has dated. <laughs> so, yeah, you know.
1: <laughs> so what does that say? Right. At the Walsh house, (laughs) this is a funny scene where Jim and Cindy walk in the living room and they're like, Brandon, where's Valerie? And he's like, Val! Yeah, that (laughs) was funny. Screams her name and she comes from the kitchen. So Jim and Cindy announce that they have decided to do it. They're moving to Hong Kong. They're
0: going for it. Good
1: for them. Brandon uses this as an opportunity since they're all gathered to say that he gave Kelly an engagement ring which Jim and Cindy and Valerie are very shocked Mm -hmm. by that. And Jim is like, are you sure? And Brandon's like, are you sure about moving to Hong Kong? Mm. And Jim's not, I guess, because they just like give each other a nod. Yeah,
0: yeah. We're all going out on a limb. But it just seems sort of clear to everybody that Brandon's not like fully into this. And again, Kendra, this is so weird for me because I watched this when it aired. And then I watched it with my wife like... 15 years ago those are the two times i've seen it and i was much younger both of those times and even on that rewatch like 15 years ago i still by this point was feeling like brandon and kelly were just at this point total end game and i just Mm. am not seeing that this time around which is very weird Mm -hmm. for me
1: i don't think i've ever i don't think i've ever felt that yeah
0: well you're a full-grown adult kendra
1: I see things. Yeah. (laughs) All right. We have next scene. Well, then there's like a teeny tiny scene of Kelly just like sitting in her bedroom, looking at the ring and looking at the ticket and being like, Oh, what do I do? (laughs) Then the next scene is Andrea is Andrea and Jesse are driving and she is Andrea's blindfolded. Yeah. And doesn't know where they're going, but they're going to her uh, going away party. And, when they arrive, she takes the blindfold off and they're back at West Beverly.
0: Wow. Which
1: is cute. It was
0: fun. I liked it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> they get Hannah out of the car and they're like, look at my high school, Hannah. And the baby is just <laughs> not like
0: having crying. It. No. She <laughs> does not want to be there. So upset. She's not so upset. not thrilled. Not thrilled.
1: Yep. The gang is there setting up for the party. And as they're doing that, a student comes over who's Jill. a senior. Jill, thank you. And says, hey, you're Donna Martin. I remember you because you passed out at the prom. Yeah. Also, (laughs) I marched for you. And then we get another Donna
0: Donna Martin Martin graduates. graduates. Yeah, classic. And she's like, Donna, I remember you. And Donna was like, oh, you probably heard me on the radio station. She was like, no, I remember you passing out, which I thought was funny.
1: (laughs) And she says, she makes a joke about like, hey, watch out for Miss Teasley. And then Miss Teasley comes up behind.
0: She's right there.
1: Good to see Miss Teasley again yeah, Everyone it's been a while. Gives gives hugs. Brandon and Dylan are absent boo. from this party. Neither of them decided to come.
0: This was Double this
1: was a
0: boo. this was hard for me to swallow as well.
1: That was dumb. I, just, I don't I really don't think Brandon would have done that.
0: I don't think Dylan would have. I don't think either would I mean Dylan is fresh off of the whole like Andrea affair at the motel situation, which kind of mm-hmm. like reignited their bond. And Brandon and Andrea, if the first several seasons are to be believed, have a very tight connection. So, for them to skip this, I thought was lame. And I also we kind of got robbed of seeing like the classic gang together at the school again, which would have been fun.
1: So they have another surprise for Andrea. Look who it is! It's Gil,
0: clean-shaven Gil,
1: no, no beard, no beard. And it a... really did take me a minute, yeah, to to recognize him. And I I think I did say like ugh when he. <laughs> yeah when he walked up
0: yeah this, um, but, i guess this sort of proves that they really don't know what a creep gill was yeah you i know? don't think so hm. i
1: i think this is supposed to be like a, oh that teacher yes that her so old much mentor me.
0: the one who yeah. really got through to her told her she wasn't as good as brandon
1: he has a baby now too so they you know look at baby pictures and that fun stuff yep uh, um the gang has some presents uh they get Mommy and baby CU sweatshirts mm-hmm. and mommy and baby West Beverly High t shirts. Yeah. Yep.
0: Steve's- it's crazy to me that they are leaving like weeks before the semester ends. Yeah. Like Steve's still turning in papers.
1: Well, they're in finals, right? So she probably finished her finals. Maybe I would she think. did.
0: Maybe she did let's say she did. she did let's say yeah I bet let's say yeah I bet, but their finals are usually in the middle of a semester too so yeah, that's true. at any point i
1: was never one of those lucky people who had early finals i always no. had a final on the last i usually day. went
0: down to the wire on it myself yeah remember college Definitely. yeah you do okay
1: i loved college yeah
0: me too i had a good time
1: steve talks about how they you know they talk about how they met in ninth grade english and steve says he wouldn't have Been able to pass English without Andrea there. Yes. David then asks the whole group, "Like, where are Brandon and Dylan?" And Kelly makes up an excuse for Brandon and Mm -hmm. sadly walks away (laughs) from the group.
0: (laughs) She she just like slowly moseys out of shot. His parents are moving. (laughs) Oh.
1: Andrea follows her and says. She knows what's going on because Brandon called her last night and told her everything. Sure.
0: Nothing we got to friends. see. Nothing we got to see, but I'm glad to hear nope. it happened.
1: And, you know, Kelly doesn't know what she's going to do. Still. Yeah. Ray arrives in a sunny yellow shirt. I don't think I've ever seen him in such a brightly colored shirt. Yeah.
0: Yeah, he looked great. Looks like he just came from a Penny like photo shoot.
1: Yeah. And it was funny when he walked up because Claire and David are like, "Ugh," and David's <laughs> like, maybe if we're lucky, he brought his guitar and he'll serenade us all. <laughs> Burn. So Ray's like, I'm only here for a few minutes. And then Donna and I are hitting the road. And Donna's like, well, I'm going over like I'm going to Andre's after this. We're going to have our like final sorority. Yeah. Beach pit
0: sorority or whatever.
1: And Ray is like, great, you're not hanging out with me. And he leaves. Yeah. Donna chases after him. And I I don't think there's any coming. I, I think we're, next episode has to be Ray's last if we see him again. I just don't think there's any coming back from uh-huh. this conversation. Well, I hear what you're saying. Where he, he calls her spoiled and selfish. She's like yeah. begging him not to leave.
0: To be she fair, calls they have spoiled
1: and selfish. That's pretty much
0: what he called her on the first day they met. So maybe it's romantic. Mm-hmm. He's the worst. He's the worst.
1: <laughs> he's the worst. Tells her, you know, you don't get what you want, so you're crying. And finally, she says, do me a favor, don't call me anymore. Finally. And he's and he's like, great, I won't. Yep. And he drives away.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, Donna. It's just like, kick him to the curb. Yeah. You don't need he's this in done. your life, Donna. Send him
0: back to the pumpkin patch. That's what I say.
1: <laughs> Where he belongs. <laughs> At the Walsh House, why would you buy (laughs) a
0: fully carved pumpkin? (laughs) That's what I don't understand. You don't
1: want to carve it. Why would you go
0: there to purchase a fully carved pumpkin? It's like I'm gonna go to a Christmas tree farm and buy a fully decorated Christmas tree. No, I just
1: at the Walsh House. Valerie brings Brandon a sandwich while he's studying and asks him how he's doing with the whole Kelly thing. And he finally admits like it's driving him crazy. Valerie says that Kelly is manipulating him and that she hopes that Kelly does choose Dylan because she thinks Brandon deserves better.
0: And I think he's he, a good friend. And he does look at her and he doesn't see his sister.
1: No, anymore. I don't think he does.
0: <laughs> Remember that whole conversation about how like we haven't, we haven't touched in a while.
1: Let's touch. You and I haven't
0: touched in so long.
1: All right, back at Kelly, Donna Claire's. Uh, Kelly and Donna are out on the porch being mopey. Well, Donna is being mopey and Kelly joins her. Mm-hmm. And Donna's like, why does it always have to be so hard? Like, why? Like, what's wrong with men? Why are they so stupid? And, you know, they talk about. You know, Kelly's like, well, all all guys are selfish and stupid. And she says, well, Brandon's not like that. And she says, Brandon didn't come to his best friend's lunch today yeah. because of, you know, all the stuff that he's got going I'm on. I'm
0: really glad she said that because, as I said in the previous scene, I was like, no way. So I, I'm, they called it out. So now I can't complain about it anymore. I yeah. see you, Steve Wasserman and Jessica Klein, writers of this episode.
1: <laughs> she also says that Dylan is one of the most self-centered people on the planet, but she's still... She does love him.
0: Do you think Donovan that's, a, you that's if, accurate? She said that and I was like, is he self-centered,
1: Dylan? He's had his self-centered moments. I don't know about right now. Okay. But he he can be self-centered.
0: Why would you just do one 1920s thing and then several 1880s things and that's it for I don't the know. regressions? I have,
1: no, I have no answer for
0: you. You always have to do at least three. Like Everyone knows that.
1: Yeah, rule of three.
0: Okay. Why wasn't Kelly in that Donna- <laughs> one? Is my, I just mean, why didn't we get a glimpse of Kelly in that one?
1: I don't know. Structurally, I have no it doesn't make you. sense. It's all, okay. Donna asks if either Brandon or Dylan have ever been mean to Kelly. And Kelly says, Brandon, no. And Dylan, only when he's been drinking. Right. And And she says, Ray... Hurts her feelings. Puts her it down. Puts her down. Yeah. Red flags. Warning.
0: Just Warning. Waving the
1: red flags. Yeah. You should never say about your person you're dating. They put me down sometimes. Hurt
0: my feelings. Yeah. Those yeah. aren't good things.
1: And Kelly doesn't really say, like, no. take him to the curb. Kelly's
0: advice she, is the worst.
1: She's like, follow your heart. Follow your heart. Do you love him? Then stick with him. Follow
0: your heart. Kelly.
1: So stupid. Jeez.
0: Donna specifically says she told him to kick him to the curb, and now she wishes she could take every word back.
1: that's right. She does. She says that she wished she hadn't told him to not call her anymore. I
0: mean, that's just, like, right out of the abuse handbook. You know what I mean? Like, she stood up for herself a little bit, and she's just so deeply manipulated by him that she feels bad about that and wishes she could take it back. Now she's going to have to, like, apologize to him. You know what I'm saying? It's just...
1: I need next episode. I need a big, like... Like she puts him down and throws a pie in his face moment. That's a what I need. A pumpkin
0: pie. I yes. Yeah.
1: She yeah. throws a pumpkin in his face. <laughs> <laughs> she takes a pumpkin and like yeah. you know puts it down on his head. So it's like like <laughs> yep. in the office when Dwight had the jack o' yeah. stuck on his yep. head. Yep. Yep. That's what I need. Yep. Okay. The last big scene is. Andrea and Jesse and Hannah are stopping by the Peach Pit for some food and some coffee before they hit the road for Connecticut. And of course, the whole gang is there. Even Dylan and Brandon this time are there. Everyone's there to say goodbye.
0: They're so good at choosing who not to have. Like Valerie Mm. and Claire are not there for this scene. It's just like the OG cast. And I feel like a lot of shows would have had the new cast members to be like, look, it's a whole gang. They're part of this. But every time something like this comes up and they're like, No, it doesn't make sense for Valerie. No, it doesn't make sense for Claire. You know, I like that they did that. Yeah. I like that yeah, they did that. I agree. And it I cut agree. down on the on the mouth kissing also to have two less people there. Two people
1: It did. There's all already so much. Yeah. Andrea is like, oh, Steve, it's a good thing you're here because I have something for you in the diaper bag. Mm-hmm. And David's like, a, a dirty diaper? <laughs> but no, David she, she did. She, wearing a little
0: she, newsy cap, a little button down <laughs> newsy cap. I'm yeah. the king. Yeah, of New I like it. Did you? Okay, well, it. good because yeah. you're going to have a lot more of David in hats in your future.
1: Good. Excellent.
0: Are you precious to me?
1: <laughs> Steve already did the paper himself, though.
0: So, oh. But he
1: still takes Andrea's just well, in case. Yeah,
0: it's probably better. better.
1: Yep. Nat gives her a present, and it is the original Peach Pit menu.
0: An, an, an original. Probably not the original, but one yeah, of the original.
1: Yeah. An original Peach Pit menu, and it it's inscribed. <laughs> it says, you've always been my favorite dish. Inappropriate.
0: <laughs> Inappropriate. Unapologetically oh, no, sexual. Andrea loves it. She does. An- yep.
1: Andrea loves it. Yep. Okay, then Andrea has some parting words and kisses for for everybody. Yes. To David, she says that he's the best babysitter, so he has to come visit, or Hannah will be very upset. And
0: that has happened before? This
1: apparently. is my question. Apparently, okay. I I don't remember it, okay. but apparently it has. And then they kiss on the lips. Because remember, I can't.
0: It was Steve who was so good with Hannah early on. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. To Donna. She remembers their time oh. on Magic Mountain talking yeah. about...
0: Being virgins. Uh,
1: being the last two members of the Virgin so Club. And weird. So weird. She tells weird. Donna to be proud of her choice. Just to be in a front
0: of everyone. You know what, Donna? Good Everybody for you. Everybody
1: knows she's a virgin. Good
0: for you. <laughs> Keep it under lock and key, sister. You'd be proud. Just weird.
1: To to Dylan, she says that he saved her marriage. Yeah. Which Dylan says, no, you did that. I was just, you know, I was there to help.
0: Yeah. Lip kiss. Kiss on the mouth. Donna got a a cheek kiss, just to be clear. Donna got the only cheek kiss.
1: Yes, she did. Yep. Yep. Kelly. To Kelly, she says that Kelly was there with her at the clinic Mm. when she was thinking about not having Hannah. Is that what happened? Yes. Yes. Okay. I couldn't remember. Yeah. Um, She also, like, as she's hugging Kelly, she whispers that for Kelly to marry Brandon. Take the brass ring. Marry him. (laughs) (laughs) Then she says, oh, I feel like Dorothy leaving Oz. She
0: does kiss Kelly in the mouth. I just want to make, I want to make that perfect. She She does kiss her right in the mouth. Yep.
1: I I didn't remember that. To Steve, she says, what can I say? I love you.
0: Yeah, which was off. lame, because I've always kind of... Li- I mean, they always had kind of a fun relationship. That's not much of a... Yeah. I ran out.
1: Really
0: I ran out, is what she's saying.
1: And then, of course, Brandon is last, oh, and yeah. she says, through tears, that Brandon is her best friend, and right. always will be.
0: She doesn't bring up when she offered herself to him on a carousel horse. No, no.
1: She doesn't,
0: she doesn't. bring up when they were planning to have sex on the counter of the peach pit. <laughs> that doesn't come up.
1: So then there's a big big group hug. Everyone oh, says no, no, goodbye. No, no. Hold on.
0: Jessie gets one more Jesseism because like she's talking to Brandon and she hugs Brandon. He's like, Andrea, we should probably go. I'm like, Jesse. She has she has You're French kissed she has French kissed everyone in the circle and Brandon was the last one. Obviously it's almost time to go. You don't need to say it. <laughs> Not cool. That's all I'm saying.
1: Uh, we get some uh, flashbacks to this like mu- whatever music was playing. You said the song it was supposed to be, yeah. Um, but like a Brandon and her working at the newspaper, yeah. and what what else do we see? So
0: weird. I mean, we saw like her and Steve. We saw her and Kelly on the boardwalk. It was just it was weird to see Gill and to be back at it because it just that those seasons feel like a different show in a lot of ways. Do you know?
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. It does. Oh, strange. They all go outside and, um, you know, wave goodbye as they pull out of the parking lot. Donna and David leave together to go take some finals. Steve says he's going to turn in his own paper, even though Andrea's is probably better, because that's the right thing to
0: do. He says this, like, to the wind. Like, nobody is responding. Like, Dylan and Brandon and Kelly are all, like, in their own thing. And he says that, I just feel like it's the right thing to do. And it just hangs there, and he just walks away. (laughs) <laughs> so bizarre.
1: Kelly then asks Dylan and Brandon to to stick around. Yeah, um, she needs to talk to them. She says that they've made the past couple of days difficult for her, but mm-hmm. she's made her decision. Mm-hmm. And she gives back the ring to Brandon and says, "I can't accept this." Yeah. And then she gives back the tickets to Dylan and says, "I can't go on this trip with you
0: this time." She, she, she says, herself. "This time." Oh, did she? Yeah. I was I like, that. Whoa, left that door open a little bit there, didn't you, Cal? Yes. She
1: chooses herself. Oh, okay. which is Good for her. S- do you
0: think. think? Okay. It's such I an mean, such an Dylan iconic Dylan is line. the correct choice. Okay. But
1: I. I... <laughs> but sure, she okay. chooses herself. Okay.
0: This the the I choose me. I feel like is maybe second only to Donna Martin graduates in like iconic 90210 lines. lines really? because it's so. <laughs> It's so lame. I just I hated it, it when I first saw it. it is. I still don't like it now. And I have so many questions: Are she and Brandon broken up? Are she and Dylan still going to casually make out on the ground outside of her apartment? What's the situation?
1: It leaves it ambiguous. It does. What is what does me want to do? And I can't, today me wants to make out with Dylan
0: because <laughs> she, she's Tarzan. I I just I also could have another used, movie that I love. I could have used a little tag with Dylan and Brandon, something, where they, like, kind of were, like, friends again for a minute there. Oh, looks like we both got dumped. <laughs> Let's go, yeah. you know, dig a hole, when the ground is like this, and the sides are like this. Uh, but they don't. We don't have anything. We don't have anything. It's just, like, instantly <laughs> Well, lucky,
1: lucky for us, there's one more episode in this Because this
0: is season. not the season finale, this correct? This is not the
1: season finale. You are correct. Nope. Yep. We have a one more episode that is an hour and a half long. Yeah. So...
0: I have a lot of close friends who I've said goodbye to and I've managed to not kiss them on the mouth.
1: Yep. Yep. My husband and I have moved away from you and your yeah. wife twice now. I,
0: you don't have to remind and, me, Kendra. You don't have and no to remind me. Happened. Not a single kiss. No hugs. Hugs all around, yeah, which is hugs. appropriate. Lots of hugs. Yeah. You know, I think it was yeah. when she went in for the like the full mouth kiss with David. I was like, Really? Because you guys yeah. have had maybe two conversations over the course of the past five seasons, but we're going to go mouth he's, kiss.
1: He's their babysitter. They're, they, <laughs> he's their go-to he's babysitter. At her house yeah. all the time. <laughs> oh,
0: yeah. Yeah.
1: You know, if you wanted to get back at us, you're welcome to move here and okay. like, live here for like five years and then move back. Oh. That would be That would kill be you. <laughs> I'd be, I'd be uh. all right with that. <laughs> oh, boy.
0: You know, I guess we should, and We're next Next time is the season finale. And then after that, we'll do our, like, standard season wrap. So I guess I'm going to save all of my talk about Jesse, yeah. the character of Jesse, and the Andrea Jesse resolution for that episode. But just know, Kendra, that I have feelings about it. I have thoughts oh, and I have feelings.
1: I, I'm aware. Okay. I'm aware that you do.
0: Okay. What did you think of the episode, Kendra? What is your verdict?
1: Man, a lot happened mm-hmm. in this episode. Yep. I mean, Jim and Cindy are leaving. Yeah, and uh, not Audrey having is a baby, leaving. I guess. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the whole Kelly, Dylan, Brandon thing. Ray, I mean, hopefully is going to be breaking up with Ray. So I feel, I feel like everybody moved, except for Steve.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Steve didn't
1: really do anything, but well, everyone he, else.
0: He, I think he got to that softball game in time.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. Really,
0: I can't with those shirts, Kendra. I look like a background extra in a Pixar movie. I
1: feel like you have to post a picture of yourself wearing one no, of those shirts it's now. it's not good.
0: <laughs> it isn't good. No. Well, yeah, I so think the listeners you're should right. be judged of not that. Not much with Steve. Yeah, I like the episode. I thought it was a good watch. I, it. I remember It's yeah. one that sticks out in my mind. You know, the I choose me of it all uh, yeah. is, is very memorable. Did you have a 90210 snap?
1: Oh, boy. Probably... The proposal, I'm going to say. Yeah. Brandon proposing.
0: Maybe the worst proposal I've ever seen.
1: It was Maybe. pretty bad. Maybe.
0: He made her think it was a spider. He brought yeah. up his petty she rivalry with Dylan. I don't know. Yeah. Just uh, the whole, like, we don't have to get married now, but just someday, you know, just like, I just want to lock you down without commitment to you.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't if know. I guess just... he sees it
0: as commitment in his mind, but it's not really. It doesn't really change anything if he's not saying, "Let's actually get married." You know, mm-hmm. it's a promise ring. He gave her a promise ring like they're in eleventh grade.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, but yeah, no, yeah. I did, I did still like the episode. I think my own snap has just got gotta be I choose me. I mean, it's such a such it a is. thing. You know.
1: Yep. Yeah.
0: Always choosing I herself. Me. Hmm. Yep. Okay. Well. Kendra Wynn not doing this show every other week. I do This Endorian Life, a Star Wars podcast from the Radio Meanwhile Network. We finished season one of the Ewoks. We just did an original graphic novel called Shadows of Endor, and we're moving on to season two in the next episode, which is decidedly different. It's basically a new show entirely, so we're having a good time. We're having a good time. It's a bad show, but we're having a good time chatting, so...
1: Yeah, of course. Any
0: Anywho, what about you? I just listened to your Sixpence None the Richer episode, and it's been stuck in my head for so long. Yes. Is that the most I recent? Am
1: the, it is. Okay. I am the co-host of the podcast 90s Music Got Me Like. Yes, you are. Where we talk about 90s music, right. and most recently we talked about Kiss Me by Sixpence None the Richer, yes. and our next episode will be about I Don't Want to Wait <clears> by Paula <throat> Cole. Oh. Yes. Dawson's
0: Creek. Good one for all yeah. you Dawson's Creek fans. Yeah. Never, never yeah. saw any Dawson's Creek ever.
1: Me either. Not a second. I know that. I've, I've seen gifs of. Uh, yeah, I was just him gonna say Vanderbeek crying. crying. That's what
0: I know. Yep. That's,
1: that's
0: yep. what I know too. Yep. <laughs> wow. Okay. All right. Well, hey, join us next time as we continue our nine hundred two and zero discussion with the season five finale episode thirty one. I guess it's thirty one and thirty two. It's a two part episode. So depending on how you're partaking, it could be two episodes. But we're gonna do the whole thing in one episode. And that's P.S. I love you.
1: Hall <laughs> we did it we did what here we go